So hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal the five diet rebound traps for women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So we work with so many women in their 40s and 50s who have lost weight in the past only to regain all that weight and end up back at square one. They were kind of working hard for six months to lose weight and then watching all of that weight pile back on again faster than they lost it, wondering why it's so difficult to maintain their results now they're over 40. And it can be so frustrating and so many women get stuck in this situation where they're putting in the effort to lose weight by dieting only to undo all that hard work and more as soon as they go back to living normally again. And stepping on the scales and seeing the number creeping up every single week or burying their head in the sand and avoiding the scales completely, choosing clothes to cover up problem areas rather than wearing what they like, dreading the thought of having to do another diet plan to get that weight under control and just worrying that they'll be in this cycle of dieting forever. And this can cause a huge amount of stress and a huge amount of worry on a day-to-day basis. But the reason that this happens is actually really simple. So the process of losing weight is not the same as the process of keeping that weight off. And that's especially true for women in their 40s and 50s. But if you do have the right approach, it's possible to drop one to two dress sizes, fit back into all your clothes and feel incredible wearing anything you like in just 12 weeks and then maintain all those results for life. So in today's podcast, we're going to reveal the five diet rebound traps which cause people to regain weight after dieting and give you the tips and tricks that our clients use to see long-term success. So as Ben said, like it's massively demoralizing if you put in loads of hard work on some sort of diet, on some sort of fitness regime, only to end up back at square one months later with nothing to show for it, except for having that wardrobe full of lovely clothes that you can no longer fit into and having to banish them back to the loft again and getting back out all of those big clothes that you don't feel great in. Now, this happens for five key reasons that we've identified. So in this video, what we wanted to do is make sure you're crystal clear on what those five reasons are, what we call the diet rebound traps. So you don't fall into any of these traps and undo your hard work ever again. So this is really, really important. And we're going to run through them one by one. Starting with number one, which is that this is so important. Like so many people don't get this and it's not taught to anyone, but it's a huge, huge lesson that I think I learned a few years back and it's that knowing is different to doing and bear with me on this so we talked about in the last podcast um, the three essential motivators very briefly so this is accountability support and community now I'm not going to go into depth about what they are but what a lot of people do is they get to their goal and they had some accountability had some support they had a community to get them there they join a program with a coach or they work with a personal trainer Clients inside our program will work with us. We'll keep them really accountable to make sure they stick to what they said they'd do. We give them the support so they know exactly what they need to do and if they're struggling, how to overcome that. And they have an amazing community of women just like them on the same path. But what some people will do is they'll get to their goal or near their goal. And then what they do is they'll just ditch those things. So they'll ditch the accountability, they'll ditch the support, they'll ditch the community, and they'll just go on their own. 
And even though they knew what they were supposed to do, they stopped doing it. And here's the thing, like knowledge is important. Like for women over 40, we talk about it every single week on this podcast. It is different. Losing weight is different. Your body is different. Your hormones are changing. Your reaction to stress changes very significantly. And you do need to understand what you need to do differently. But knowing something is very different to actually doing it. It's a completely different ballgame. Like it's, once you know what to do, it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to do it. You can know what to do, but not do it consistently. And the reason this happened most of the time is because it's easy to fail alone. It's easy to fail on your own. And without those three essential motivators that I mentioned, what you're going to have to do, everything just comes down to you. So you've got to motivate yourself every single day. You've got to come up with an effective strength training program, low impact strength training program, what we call list training every single month to see good results to women over 40. You need to figure out the problems when it doesn't seem to be working on your own. You need to overcome the self-doubt or that doubt when it doesn't seem to be working. And you've got to do all of that on top of a busy, stressful job or busy, you know, hectic family life with lots and lots of stress there as well. That's a huge ask to do all of that on your own. And my point here is that there was a time when I actually got rid of these things when I thought I could do it on, on my own. So myself and Ben, we went to university together. Ben was a little bit ahead of me in the fitness game. So he really understood everything. He'd done all the, the um, research um, initially and taught me what he knew. So Ben was basically supporting me saying, this is what we're going to do. This is the program we're going to follow. And then Ben and I kept each other really accountable to stick to it. And we were in a gym, which had a great community, loads of other people on the same type, kind of journey as us um, trying to get in shape at university. I left university and I thought, you know, I've got this. I know what I need to do. Um, but we moved apart. I didn't have any accountability, didn't have any support. There was no community. I went to a gym where I was the only one there in the mornings before work. It was so quiet. It was a tiny gym. And over the next few years, I just started drifting backwards. All of that stuff I'd worked so hard for started slipping away. I started going back almost to the person I was before. And it was a horrible feeling. So what I learned from there is, those things are actually very important. It took me two or three years to figure out I'm not going to succeed with this on my own, even as a person who at some point in that journey, I became a personal trainer. You know, I learned all about nutrition. I still wasn't doing it on my own. And what I realized was I needed some accountability. I needed some support and I needed a community or I was just going to fail on my own. It's way too easy to give up on those commitments to yourself. So I joined something called CrossFit. It's not right for women over 40 generally. It's pretty extreme. It's going to overstress your body, but it's right for me at the moment. I have the accountability of really good coaches. They also support me if I'm struggling with something, they'll tell me what to do. And there's an amazing community. And since then, I've got back into the shape I wanted to be in and maintain that pretty much effortlessly. It doesn't take much effort when you have those three things. So that support, no, accountability, support and community. So myself and Ben, we don't even write our own fitness programs. Ben's into climbing. Ben has other people help and support him with the climbing as well. We're too busy to do that. You know, life is hectic even for us. And we know it's much easier for someone else to write a program for us than it is for trying to kind of write it for ourselves and then stick to it. And we don't keep ourselves accountable either. Accountability is all about having someone say, did you do what you said you're going to do? Making sure you stick to it. And that's why we have coaches as well in, in, I have in CrossFit. Ben has people in climbing that keep him accountable as well so that we actually keep it up and stay consistent. So the first diet trap is understanding the difference between knowing, which is important, having that knowledge, and doing, which 
is not the same as having the knowledge. Doing it is where you need that accountability, the support in the community. And if you just cut them off, the thing that was actually getting you the results and that was making it work, you will go back to square one. You can never cut these things off. You can reduce them over time as you get more experienced and as you get further towards your goal, and that's fine. And we have methods inside our program. We do that with our clients, but do not cut them off. If you cut them off, you're going to go back to square one. So that's the first outreach bound trap. Knowing is different to doing. So that's the first diet rebound trap. And the second one is missing the reframe or reverse dieting phase. And if you don't know what we're talking about, it's fine. The previous episode, we covered the four key phases of a lifetime transformation. So just to recap, the four key phases of a lifetime transformation, aka getting the body you want and being able to maintain that for life are reboot, reframe, reverse, and maintain. So reboot, reframe, reverse, maintain. And you need to go through all four of these phases if you wanna get the results you want and be able to keep those results for life. So a lot of people complete phase one, which is the reboot phase, AKA getting the weight moving. And if you're a woman over 40, for that reboot phase, it basically involves what you said before, Rob, which is learning what do you need to do different? What's different now you're over 40? How do you actually get the scales moving and get things moving in the right direction in terms of your results? So that's kind of the, the, that's the first step you need to take, that reboot phase. But then a lot of people skip the other three phases. So they skip the, um, the reframe, reverse and maintain phases. They just do that reboot, which means Basically, if they skip that reframe phase, which you can learn more about in the previous episode, their negative thought patterns are always going to get the, the best of them eventually. So the reframe phase is all about shifting your mindset and creating a mindset where you can deal with negative thoughts, you can deal with stress, and you can stay on track in the future with these healthy habits no matter what. So if you skip that reframe phase, eventually those negative thought patterns are going to catch up with you. They are going to drag you back into a old habits and the weight will come piling back on and it will be even more difficult to lose it the next time round. The next thing, if you skip the next phase, which is the reverse phase and the reverse phase is about reverse dieting, which is rebuilding your metabolism back up to kind of a maintenance level so that you can eat more again and you can maintain your results by eating a normal amount of food. If you, if you skip that reverse dieting phase and you jump straight back into eating normally, at that point, you're then eating way more food than your body needs. Because just to kind of quickly get cover, when you lose weight, you basically have to cut the amount of food you eat down. There's no getting around that. If you eat too much, you're going to gain weight. If you eat kind of a, a normal amount, you'll maintain your weight. If you eat slightly less than your body needs, you'll see weight loss, as long as you've got the right type of nutrition approach um, and exercise approach to go with that. However, just as a side effect of all weight loss, any program you follow, your metabolism is going to slow down slightly because your body tries to compensate for there being less food coming in. So at the end of every diet, you end up as all, you're almost the bottom of the, if, if diet, your metabolism is sort of this, this slope, you end up at the bottom of the slope with your metabolism and it's necessary to build that metabolism back up to a level where you can maintain. If you don't take your time to build that metabolism back up, you end up with a slow metabolism and then also you go back to eating a high amount of food and that big gap between the amount of food your body needs, your metabolism, and the amount of food you're putting in, if that gap is big, the bigger that gap is, the faster the weight gain will be. So if you skip that reverse dieting phase, you will regain 
excess weight very, very quickly. So the solution to this is really just to follow the four phases of dieting in order to maintain your results. So you need to follow that reboot phase to actually get the scales moving, actually get to where you want to be. You need to follow that reframe phase to put your mindset in a place where you're able to maintain. You need to follow the reverse dieting phase where you take your metabolism back up to a maintenance level. And then after all of those three phases, then you can start to think about maintaining going forward. And it's just like um, my girlfriend does painting and decorating at the moment. She's loving it. She's uh, her and another woman in the town where I live. Um, they go around and decorate all these houses. I have a great time. But when you're decorating a house, you have to do everything has to come in the right order. So if you're preparing a wall to paint, the first thing you need to do, you don't just get go up to the wall and just slap the paint on. You can, but it's not going to be a good job. You first get the sander out, you sand off all the old paint. And then after you sand off all the old paint, you've got to clean off all the excess. Then you've got to put some primer on. After you've put the primer on, then you paint over with the top coat. Then you do another layer. If you do that all properly, it's going to be a good job. It's going to, it's going to last a lifetime. It's going to last a long time. If you just skimp and you just you know, you get to the wall, it's all damp, it's horrible. You just paint over it straight over with paint. Yeah, it might look good for a couple of weeks, but eventually all of that like damp, damp nastiness underneath is going to come through and all of that progress is going to be undone. It's exactly the same with your body. You have to go through all the stages in the right order. And if you don't go through those stages in the right order, it's not going to give you the results that you want long-term. So yeah, second trap you can fall into is missing the reframe or reverse dieting phase. So just remember, you need to go through the phases of reboot, reframe, reverse, maintain, and then you'll be able to see long-term success. And those are the key phases that we go through with all our clients in our Fitter Reporter program, I should say. It typically takes, if you're wondering, it typically takes about 12 weeks for each phase, but it depends on the person. We can sometimes accelerate through it. If you've got a little bit less weight to lose, if you've got a bit more weight to lose, it might take a little bit longer, but that's about how long it takes. And as Ben said, if you listen to the last podcast episode, you'll learn more about those phases. So the third dieting trap then, and again, this isn't easy, but it's really, really important, is people tend to go backwards when they stop putting themselves first. Now, a mentor of mine and Ben's, um, an amazing meditation coach called Arjuna Ashaya, he's releasing his second book, um, around about now, we had him on his podcast, uh, on this podcast uh, a few weeks ago. He always says that you can't pour from an empty cup. It's a brilliant analogy. So putting yourself first is often viewed as selfish. And this is especially true, I think, for a lot of the women we work with. They feel selfish if they put themselves first, or they're made to feel selfish if they put themselves first. So many women end up feeling really guilty if they do stuff just for them, whether it's doing that workout before starting work in the morning or cooking a healthy dinner that works for them rather than cooking the dinner that everyone else in the family is demanding and many other things besides that. But here's the thing, like consider what they say on the aeroplane. It's another way of saying you can't pour through an empty cup. When you're in that aeroplane, you know, you see the safety briefing and they run through what happens if the cabin loses pressure while well, those oxygen masks fall down from the ceiling they swing around and it always says, put on your own oxygen mask first before helping others. Because obviously, if you didn't do that, you'd run out of oxygen and very quickly you'd drop, you'd pass out and potentially even drop dead. Uh, and then your family is completely vulnerable. And it's the same thing with, you know, looking after yourself. You've got to look after yourself in order to look after others. You've got to um, put yourself first in order to show, you know, be a beacon to the rest of your loved ones to the rest of your team at work 
you are the shining example whatever you do especially with children they will mirror that so if you want to be there for your family in the long term if you want to be that um, that role model that a lot of the women we work with say they want to be for their children or for their team at work if they've got a team they manage you must put your health and fitness requirements first and then that will enable you to succeed with everything else you'll have the energy to be there at home um, no matter what's going on you'll have the energy at work to lead your team or to do your job to the highest possible level and then everything else becomes easier rather than not having that putting your fitness last and then barely dragging yourself through every single day being constantly fatigued, constantly grumpy, work performance is really, really low. And you're always playing catch up, just trying to get things done, barely getting things done and feeling like you're on that hamster wheel, on that treadmill of life. If you want to escape that, it starts with putting yourself first. And that starts with your health and starts with your fitness. If you do that, you'll send your energy levels through the roof. Your confidence will go up as well. And you'll be that shining example for your family and for your colleagues. And this is also how you build your self-worth. So a lot of people ask us like, how do I build that self-confidence? How do I build that self-worth? The way you actually do that is very, very simple. It's by putting yourself first. Because if you put yourself last, what you're telling yourself subconsciously is I don't matter. Everyone else matters more than me. If you put yourself first and you keep putting yourself first, what you're subconsciously telling yourself is I'm important. And then what message that projects to everyone else, so your family, your children, and to your team as well, is it shows them this is how you value yourself. You value yourself by putting yourself first and then you can serve everyone else. So it's not like you don't do the other things. In my experience, the other stuff always gets done. Like the important stuff, your work stuff, for me anyway, and I'm sure you find the same thing, Ben, like my work will always get done if I do a workout in the morning. doesn't matter if I spent an hour doing a workout. If I cook a healthy meal, my work will still get done. The things around the house, I don't have a uh, family of children, but I have a dog, he will still get walked. But if I don't do the fitness, you know, it doesn't, if, if I still do the other things first, the fitness may not happen. Like if I, if I leave it to the end of the day, it probably won't happen. If I leave it to the last priority, it won't happen. So you've got to do it first, not only for your self-worth, not only for your energy levels, but just so that you fill your energy level up. That's how I'd see it. So you can pour from that cup. You can look after everyone else. You can do everything else you want to do rather than draining the cup and then hoping there's something left for you and for your health and fitness at the end, which never works. So that's number three, the, the third dieting, uh, diet rebound trap is people might put themselves first for a little bit when they start some sort of new diet and then they stop and then they go back to putting everyone else first. And it's not easy. It's something we work on in that reframe phase inside our Fit Over 40 program and in all of our coaching is how to put yourself first in a, in a way that's not selfish, in a way you don't have to feel guilty, in a way that helps everyone else. Um, but it's a really, really important step. So that's the third one. You need to maintain putting yourself first if you want to maintain your results. And in the same kind of theme as that one, the fourth trap people can fall into is, as well as kind of going back to not putting themselves first, is just going back to doing what they used to do in terms of fitness. So the method that we get our clients to follow when they work with us inside of our Fit Over 40 program works for women over 40, works for women in their 40s and 50s where other approaches don't work. And that's for a number of different reasons. And the main reasons are, first of all, it keeps your body's internal stress levels low. So your, your cortisol levels and cortisol is a stress hormone. We keep that cortisol level low by avoiding extreme nutrition approaches, by avoiding extreme exercise approaches or really high intensity cardio, which can spike your stress hormones and spike your cortisol. 
We also work on mindset to bring that stress level down and to bring that cortisol level down. Second thing we work on is we work with hormones as well. So rather than working, rather than doing something that works against your hormones as they start to shift, we choose everything. We choose the type of exercise, we choose the type of nutrition approach to work with someone's hormones when they're 40 and above, rather than working against those hormones. We also design everything to be gentle on the joints. So there's no use doing a really crazy intense exercise program and jumping up and down if you then end up with a sore knee or sore back or sore hip, which puts you out of ex from exercising for months at a time, which makes it very difficult to see progress. We also work on building metabolism, uh, building bone density, which again are other impacts of getting older that, that affect all women. And we also work on building that rock solid mindset. So in that reframe phase I talked about before, and all of those, those things that we do in our program are all very specifically designed for women over 40. So the mistake that people can make is they, they find this thing that works. They find this formula that gets them the results, that helps them to drop those couple of dress sizes, get their body to where they want to be. But then they go back to doing something different or something which used to work in their 20s or, or early 30s. And... The, the truth is like for people who are, for someone who's like 25, for some 25 year old person, they can do pretty much anything and they'll see good results from it. They can do pretty much any workout plan, pretty much any nutrition plan and it's gonna work. Like everything's on their side. They've got age on their side. They haven't got any joint problems. They've got their metabolism is nice and fast. They haven't got any hormonal changes or hormonal issues happening. So it's all easy. So they can do every anything and they'll see great results. Um, but as you get older, as you get into your 40s and 50s, the approach that you take must change with the way that your body's changing. So the body's stress response becomes more elevated with age for both men and women. But for women, this increase is three times greater than it is for men. So what this means is for the same amount of stress that you experience as you get older, as a woman, you'll experience a huge, a much, much bigger response from the body as a as a response to the same amount of stress. So the amount of stress hormones that you have going around in your system are gonna be massively higher, even if the, the level of stress that you're experiencing hasn't changed. So the problem with these approaches that will work for people in their 20s or work for people in their 30s, a lot of them include things like HIIT training, they include spinning, they include loads of running or extreme dieting approaches like eating 1200 calories or less per day, juicing, cutting out entire food groups for long periods of time. All of these things that are quite extreme can spike those stress level or those stress hormone levels to the point where it's almost impossible to see weight loss if you're in your 40s or if you're in your 50s. Um, as you get older, hammering the body into submission by like, you know, doing more and more and more workouts, more intense workouts, more intense dieting, cutting calories lower and lower and lower. It just doesn't work. You have to take a more gentle approach that works with your body. So the way to avoid this is really just to, it's just a shift you have to have in your mindset of just realizing that if, if you want to lose weight when you're over 40, you've got to do what's right for your body and your hormones now. And similarly, if you want to maintain that weight loss and stay fit and healthy over 40, You've got to keep doing what works for, for you in your 40s and 50s and not go back to doing um, doing what you were doing maybe in your 20s and 30s. So the fourth diet rebound trap is going back to what you used to do. And the solution to that is just find what works for you when you're over 40 and then just keep doing that. Just keep following that same approach.
Okay, and on to the last diet rebound track. Again, one we see quite a lot is not giving habit long enough to form. So according to a 2009 study published in the European Journal of Social Psychology, it takes 18 to 20, 18 to 254 days for a person to form a new habit. So that's from about three weeks to about 36 weeks to form a new habit. And the main point of that study was actually that simple habits don't take that long, like brushing your teeth, flossing your teeth. I remember I learned to floss. I, I, I embedded that habit after going to the um, hygienist of flossing. They told me I need to floss. It didn't take that long. But more complex habits take a lot longer to form. So the most complex habits were those that took involved sort of breaking pleasure-based habits. So things like comfort eating, you know, we get that pleasure from food, that nice taste, or just sitting on the couch and we should be doing a workout, you know, watching TV, getting that sort of relaxation, those kind of breaking those habits and making new habits around exercise and around food. Those ones are the ones that take the longest to change. So to really cement them so they become easy is towards that longer higher end of that range so towards 254 days so if you want to make a lifetime transformation you need to repeat the new habits for long enough for them to actually become ingrained and if you have a week off here or there as well that kind of breaks the cycle a little bit so 254 days is about 36 weeks so focus on that as sort of a, a minimum i would say if you want to break those bad habits for good uh, and to effortlessly maintain your weight what we see with our members is those that stick around for about a year they can then go along and maintain pretty much effortlessly. We've got lots of members who've done that and we've got a great example in just a minute of one. It might seem sort of expensive to, to you know, stick to something for that long. Diet, the whole dieting industry is about doing something really quick and then you know that's it, magically you're done, which we know is not the case. That's why we're talking about all this today. But really what's like more valuable than your health? Investing in your health, like it's probably a lot more expensive to repeat diet after diet after diet and also waste years of your life. Like what are those years worth? If not decades of your life, a lot of the women we speak to have spent decades of their life with their weight yo-yoing up and down constantly on a diet. And it's absolutely exhausting. They're going one step forward, two steps back, and they never keep going for long enough to break the bad habits for good and to form the new ones fully. So they become easy. There is a point where it becomes pretty easy and you know, not difficult to keep going. So that is the last one, really. You need to give habits long enough to form. Somewhere between 36 weeks and a year, in our experience, is what it takes to really cement those habits and be able to stick to them long-term and make that lifetime transformation and maintain that confidently with ease. So those are the five diet rebound traps. And you need to avoid all of those if you want to avoid regaining the weight and actually achieve that lifetime transformation. And it might sound difficult, but we've got lots of members who've done it and we've got a great example from Trinity member Patricia, which Ben, I'll let you share with the listeners now. So this is an example from Patricia who went from a size 12 to a size eight at the age of 57. And here's a post that she made in our community one year after achieving her initial weight loss goals and then attending our two day unstoppable mindset event. But she said to us, 12 months on, so I completed the program in October last year and I'm so pleased with what I've achieved since then. I wanted to share some of my highlights. So she split this into five, uh, it's four different categories here. So I'll go through each one individually. So the first one was in fitness. 
I've maintained my weight with very little effort. I've just carried through the good habits that I have formed since joining Trinity. I track macros daily, meditate six days a week, do thought transformers minimum of five days. I have suffered another major back injury, which has meant that since early July, I couldn't train until a week ago. Uh, this is the kind of thing that would previously have derailed me, but I've just dealt with it. And now I'm getting back on track. Ian family, I'm the happiest I've been in a long time. My relationships with my husband and children are the best and strongest they've ever been. I'm still working on friendships, but always struggle a bit to allocate enough time, but I am getting there. I now don't feel that I am such a crap friend to my friends as I used to be. In the area of fun, which is super important and something that most people miss out completely. Patricia says, I've tried a mix of activities over the past 12 months from wakeboarding to snowboarding, just acquired a paddleboard, great fun yoga to Pilates, and most recently bar fitness, which I simply adore, and it makes me smile so much. It takes me back to when I was a child doing ballet. I want to keep trying new activities and finding out what makes me happy. And then the final area, which is finance. I have my own business, and I was a bit of a workaholic. Even though I had reduced to four days a week before Unstoppable, they were four very long days, and I resented the drain on my time and energy. There was so much I wanted to do with my life, and Unstoppable made me realize that the only person who was going to save me was me. So I came away committed to dropping down to three days with immediate effects, which I've sustained now for 12 months. The profitability of the company has gone up, even though I'm working so much less. And we have just been awarded our first major international project in Pakistan. I keep pinching myself this since this is a once in a lifetime project that I still can't believe we have won. I'm now planning a further reduction down to one day a week by mid-year 2020, result resulting in a very good income with very minimal time effort recruiting and planning it very carefully. For those who don't know me, I'm 58 years old. Leopards can change their spots, especially after completing Unstoppable. My friends say I'm a changed person, calmer, happier, and more relaxed. I'm a very lucky girl, but know now for sure that we do make our own destiny. We just have to finally realize that we can do anything. We just have to commit to it, believe in it, and go for it and stick to it. So obviously the amazing transformation there from Patricia I should just clarify, I think you said at the beginning, size 12 to an eight, it was actually size 14 to an eight. Um, so even, even bigger. And she's obviously maintaining, talking about maintaining that, um, which is all about what we're talking about in today's podcast. So if you want to achieve that kind of change, like Patricia has across the board in her life, from fitness to family, to finance, to fun, drop two, three dress sizes like she did. Ben, where can people go to find out more about the program she followed? So to find out more about the program that Patricia followed, just head to www.fit40info.com and you can grab all the details on that page. Perfect. So again, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. I hope you found it helpful. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode. We shall see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes we do all of these shows completely for free to help you so we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all so thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the trinity podcast